This episode is brought to you by Crab Oz, hard-wearing apparel for the crabbing enthusiast. Join our membership program to receive members-only designs each quarter. Find us on Instagram at CrabOz, C-R-A-B-A-U-S, or online at www.craboz.com. Welcome to All Things Small Biz, a podcast to help you take the leap and run your own business from someone who has done it themselves and wants to share what they learnt with you. Hello and welcome to the All Things Small Biz podcast. My name is Sarah Hales, your host, and today we'll be talking about the business cycle. We'll talk about a model I discuss with my clients a lot. And then we're going to introduce today's amazing guest, Michelle. She is the founder of Aussie Biz Chick, a subscription box service for female entrepreneurs in Australia. But first, as always, we'll bring in Brian for a little chat. Brian, how are you? Good, thanks, Sarah. How are you today? Well, I am quite good, but I think first things first, I need to address my croaky voice. My goodness, I... uh have had a little bit of a cold. It is not COVID. A little bit of a cold. Well, I've been a little bit, yes, I have been a little bit unwell, but that's okay. I'm okay. better now. I just sound awful. We're probably just lucky you didn't get the man flu. <laughs> yes, we are lucky that I did not suffer the man flu. Otherwise, nothing would get done around here. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> so, Brian, how are you? How was work today? Extremely busy. Mm-hmm. We're coming into a time where coal has shot through the roof. Mm-hmm. It has. It has, yes. If you find a gram on the side of the road, cash it in. It's worth more than fuel. That is correct. How expensive is it to fuel up a car? may have to trade it for a four-bedroom home. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get I a saw, bank loan to fuel a, the car up. Yeah, I saw a meme earlier in the week that said, I've got four litres of premium unleaded. I'm looking to swap it for a four-bedroom home. And I mm. laughed and laughed. Except it's not really funny. It's quite a problem. Ridiculous. Uh, so, um, any wins of the week this week? Yes. For all my fans out there, uh, you don't get to see the physique of mine, but I've uh, started back at gym. How many times have you been? I've been once. Excellent. Good. So, you don't want to burn yourself out early, otherwise you won't keep going. <laughs> oh, you're funny. So, look- some some actual wins of the week. Okay. Number one, I feel better. That's a good one. Number two, we kicked off a new uh, course this week, well, Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, of some amazing small business owners, and I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Uh, but also, we're opening a – we don't want to give too much away because this is a bit of a secret – a members-only – Oh, yes, the members-only situation. Situation. For Crab Oz, for uh. Brian's little business. So, that is exciting and everybody needs to uh, go and like the Crab Oz Instagram page um, to make sure that you are the first to find out about what we're doing in that space because it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Are you excited, Brian? I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it's going to be um, a game changer. Okay. Well, we won't give too There's much There's some away. hints and tips out there for you people. Yeah. Get on board. <laughs> So, we'll get into today's questions, Brian. Okay. So, Sarah, can you please explain this style of business model? 
Yeah, well, this uh, this model that I'm talking about. Okay, I want you to think about a triangle. With okay, I'm thinking with the flat side on the bo- bottom and pointy towards the top. Okay, like a pyramid. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Or an upside down ice cream cone. That also works. Uh, this is something that I use with um, my business coaching clients yeah. in the courses that we do all of the time. So along the bottom, think of the word attract. Attract. Moving around. Uh, clockwise. Okay, yeah. Convert and moving around clockwise again, deliver. Convert, so the reason. Deliver. Attract, convert, deliver. So the reason that we talk about this model all of the time is mm-hmm. because realistically, it doesn't matter what size your business is. It doesn't matter if this is your first week in business or if you are an international company. Yeah. The process remains the same. Mm hmm. You need to attract a customer. You then need to convert that customer into a sale. And then you need to deliver on the sale. You need to deliver the product or the service or whatever it is that you've sold the person. Yeah. Okay. So, you just neatly continue going around in that circle. You're attracting, you're converting, you're delivering. When you get so good at attracting and you've got heaps of customers coming to your store, if you're not seeing those customers convert into a sale, then you not, you might need to do some work in the conversion space. So, is your product right? Have you got your advertising right? Are you attracting the right customer in the first place to increase those conversions? When you get really good at attracting a customer and then you get really good at converting the customer, you might get into a place where delivery needs a bit of a pick-me-up. So, maybe you need to order more stock. Maybe you need a bigger space to keep your stock in. Maybe you need to employ another staff member. And all of those things start to cost you money. So, once you need to spend some money on bettering your delivery, you then need to go back to the start again and you need to start attracting more customers to bring in more income to pay for the increase in delivery. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. That is all very interesting, Sarah, but where are you at in that cycle? Where am I at in that cycle? I feel like at this point in time, I am uh, working a lot in the delivery space Mm -hmm. because, you know, I have three businesses and- I am only one person. So, in the delivery space at the moment, and I'm not just talking like delivery as in take a parcel to the post office. I have been working on streamlining processes. I've been working on my calendar. I've been working, you know, working to make sure that all the work can get done and get Mm -hmm. scheduled in the work hours that I have. I've taken a few things off my plate that maybe aren't my highest and best use and given them to some people who work for me in my team. So, really, I'm making sure that all the processes are in place so that we can deliver all of the products and services that we offer across the businesses. And, of course, like I've just explained in that whole cycle, is that with employees and, and people taking, you know, some of those tasks for me, that then will very quickly mean that we'll, you know, need to focus back on the attract segment to mm-hmm. attract some more traffic. 
I mean, it's not like you're just working in one space at a time. We're still doing marketing. We're still jumping on our social media. We're still attracting a client, but it's almost like you need to attract more yeah. clients, yeah. really, is what I'm saying. So, I, I just wanted to talk about it today because I'm going to make this a standard question that we ask all of our guests, and I have asked Michelle already in the interview um, that will come up shortly yeah. where she's at in that stage. But I just think it's really important for the listeners to understand that every business is yeah. going through this process, and I think sometimes when you can simplify it down to, to those steps, mm-hmm. uh, it can help people to understand that, you know, they're not alone, that there is a process. Sometimes they can just have a little bit of a light bulb moment to understand, oh, okay, that's what's going on in, you know, in my business at the moment. And I really need to focus on this space and then I'll have a path forward. Nice. Very nice. Very. It's pretty similar to the other strategy. What is that? The KISS strategy. Keep it simple. Stupid. (laughs) That's uh, for me, people. Yes, you yes. keep it simple for the for the stupid one, me, so that I, if you make it easy, everyone can do it. Flow. Absolutely. <sighs> no, well, you're right though. Keep it simple because you know we've talked quite you know quite a bit about things that I track in my business and the spreadsheet that I use to track what's going on in my product based business yeah. and. You know, from my mining career, oftentimes things are very complex and, uh, you know, somebody has been in a role and they've added in this little bit and then we're tracking this and we're tracking that. And all of a sudden it gets to a point where it's so confusing and nobody knows what's going on and not to pat my own back, but I think that that's one of the things that I've always been really good at um, Mm -hmm. in those particular roles is bringing those things back to simplicity and understanding what we actually need to track, yeah. what is valuable to track in the first place, and what we can, you know, why would you want to track it? If you if you cannot use the information to make a decision within your business or you cannot use the information to understand how you are performing, then it's just a waste of time really. You need to have information that tells you something important for your business, is simple to read, and is useful. Don't get bogged down in making things complex for the sake of it. Fair enough. I think you got your point out there. It was rambling then. A little bit of rambling, but we let you go just to get it out, get it off your chest. Okay. I'm very passionate about this stuff. So, how can listeners apply this knowledge to their business. Yeah, well, I think uh, it's pretty simple. You really need to take just a little step back and have a look at your business um, and understand where you're at in the cycle. Where you want to be at. And then, yep, exactly where you want to be at. So, are you at a point where you need to be attracting more customers? Are you attracting Lots of customers, but maybe they're not converting into sales. So, do you need to spend a little bit of time understanding if you're attracting the right customer, Mm -hmm. if your product's right, you know, what the problem might be as to why they are not converting? You know, one of the things we also do in the course is we do a lot of uh, like niche work and brand definition because if you have a product 
that is at a price point of $500 and your perfect client is a 21-year-old female, then perhaps her job and her earnings are not in line uh, with a product at that price point. So sometimes you really need to just knuckle down and understand exactly what it is and who you sell it to, you know, and work out why if you're getting lots of traffic and you're not converting a sale, why that might be happening. If you're getting lots of traffic and you're converting lots of sales and you're you know, not able to produce. So say you're like an artisan who makes products to order and you don't have the capability to fill those orders. Do you need to employ somebody into the business? So really it's just about understanding where you are at and where you want to be and using that cycle to help you to plan. Very nice. I suppose we better get into your chat with Michelle. This episode is brought to you by Crab Oz, hard-wearing apparel for the crabbing enthusiast. Join our membership program to receive members-only designs each quarter. Find us on Instagram at CrabOz, C-R-A-B-A-U-S, or online at www.craboz.com. So I know I briefly introduced Michelle at the top of the podcast, but I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about her. Michelle is the founder of Aussie Biz Chicks, a subscription box for Australian female entrepreneurs. But Michelle is more than that. She's a beautiful, genuine, fun boss babe. And I have been following her online since pretty much since the beginning. I'm very close to the beginning. And I'm really, really thrilled to have her on the podcast today. So, Michelle, could we maybe start by getting you to tell the listeners um, where you're based? Can I just say, first of all, that was like the most amazing intro ever. So, thank you. You really nailed it down pat. (laughs) Makes me sound so good. (laughs) But um, I am based in Melbourne, Australia, in my little uh, home office here. So, yeah, based in Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yes, definitely. Well... I want to get right back to the start, I think. How did you come up with the idea to start Aussie Biz Chick? Yeah, so it's really funny. In the beginning, I actually, and I did a funny reel about this not too long ago, but I actually had started two other businesses before I even started Aussie Biz Chick. So, and they failed actually. And so I was already in kind of the entrepreneurial mood. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going. And I, was on the news. I was reading news articles and I found this really interesting article about subscription boxes and how huge subscription boxes are in the UK and in the US. And they were only starting to get really popular down here in Australia. And I was like, I totally want to do a subscription box and I want to do something I'm passionate about. And what would I want in a subscription box? So number one, I'm a huge reader. So book reader, actually any book, like you will find me at the beach, in the park, in bed, reading a book and also stationary. So I love stationary. I'm a stationary addict. So hands up for people who love their stationary. And I was like, I want this to be a subscription box because I know there's going to be so many entrepreneurs out there who, you know, don't have time to find the best books. And I want to do that for you and provide you 
the best items to keep you motivated and organized. And that's kind of how the subscription box and Aussie Biz Chick came about. So it actually came from the business model first. And then I kind of weaved my own passion into it and what I would like to receive. And now I, I'm in this female entrepreneur space and it is the best community in the world. Hands down. I love this space so much. Oh my God. It sounds amazing. And you've ha- you've got me because I too am um, a massive book reader. My husband, yeah. Brian, gets so crabby with me because I've got the light on sitting there reading. Oh yes. Um, and I do... <laughs> And I do like a bit of organizational stationery. Uh-huh. It really. <laughs> the guys don't get it. No, the boyfriends they don't get it. and the husbands, they won't get it. But Luke's actually gone more into reading since we started Aussie Biz Chick because, like, some of the yeah. books, like, even though they're pink, right? So one of the books we have is Life Admin Hacks and it's pink. And I'm like, Luke, you could totally read this. And he's loving it. You know? So yeah. he's actually reading more because of Aussie Biz Chick. So I think that's funny, Jay. Oh. <laughs> That's so good. You answered one of my questions there, sort of, was this your first business? So no, you had a couple of businesses before. (laughs) What were they? (laughs) So one, the first one I was going to do was a coconut bowl business. And I started the Instagram, I got all the samples and then COVID hit and then it wasn't going to work out. Uh, We spent like, we spent money, time on it and that didn't work out. And the other one was I was going to do a drop shipping business. I was going to do a drop shipping home improvement business and we're going to have like different categories like cleaning and decorations and stuff like that. And looking back (laughs) now, I was like, that that was a mess. And at the time, you know, I thought drop shipping was the safest thing because, you know, with drop shipping, you just do the marketing and then you know, your overseas supply actually sends out the products to the people. But I worked out that is not something I would like to do. And I realized I'd rather do something I'm more passionate about rather than just starting a business, if that makes sense. And so I think, you know, fate kicked in at the right time. And I always think if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. But those two were just not meant to be. And I'm so glad that we didn't give up and we kept going. We tried to find the right business that would suit us and be passionate about that business because if you don't have passion in your business, you know, how can you expect to work on it? Oh, absolutely. I totally get that. So, what did you do before entrepreneurship? Yeah, so I was in the corporate B2B marketing space. So, I was selling, well, marketing with the marketing team, we're doing, we're selling payroll software to other companies, which I mean, Look, I don't know how you can make payroll software fun and interesting and sexy. That was kind of our main <laughs> job there, trying to do that. Um, yep. But it definitely was a bit dry. But, you know, even though, um, you know, that was my first job out of uni and I had the most amazing experience. The team was great, but it just wasn't for me. And so starting my own thing that I was actually passionate about was something I knew I wanted to do. And But all the experiences I got, throughout, you know, my first stages in the corporate role, I still use here. I still use for Aussie Biz Chick. So it wasn't like this was terrible and I didn't get anything out of that. Absolutely not. And, you know, I still keep in touch with some of the, you know, my old co-workers. And so it was a bit boring, but I got good experience out of it. And now (laughs) I'm in the best space ever, which is the female entrepreneur space, the entrepreneur community on here, because it really does feel like a family. And I like just pinch myself every day that I'm here right now. 
even on this podcast right now. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's just amazing, isn't it? But, you know, going back to what you were saying, I'm, I uh, am a mining engineer. And whilst I say engineer, sometimes I think, oh, you know, people have no idea really what that is or what you do. But realistically, for the last 15 years, I've been managing well, it's 18 years, that makes me sound really old, managing mining companies, you know? So I learnt so much and I apply everything that I learnt in those roles to what I do now. I mean, it's all learning and it's, it's, it doesn't matter if you're, uh, you know, doing a small hustle on the side or if you've got a six-figure business that you run from home or if you're running uh, a global mining company, the actual business principles are the same. I love that you were running those type of companies. I've never heard of somebody doing that. That's really interesting. Yeah. No, it was pretty cool. It really was. And I'm, uh, I think only now that I... I'm sort of out of it. I was just talking to someone about this the other day is that I was asked to go to Africa and provide professional advice uh, on a project in Africa. And at the time I was just like, well, that's, that's just what you do. (laughs) That's what I've been asked to do. But the company that I worked for had thousands and thousands of employees and they asked me to go and provide my professional advice. And it's only now that I look back on that and think, wow, that was, that, that was a big deal. That's a crazy opportunity. Wow. Go to oh, Africa like to all that thousand people like, oh, yes, hello, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to help out. <laughs> hello, I am the only blonde <laughs> lady for miles yeah. and miles. <laughs> oh. So one of the things that I teach in my course is that basically e-commerce is just a revolving circle of attract. You want to attract your customer, you want to convert your customer, and then you want to deliver to your customer. And once you get to the point where you've delivered and maybe your business has grown to a point where you need to scale up your ability to deliver, you find yourself back in the attract mode because you have to find more customers to then scale to that level. Where do you find yourself in that journey at the moment? Yeah, you know what? What you said about it's a revolving kind of thing, like for me, because I look at Aussie Biz Chick, usually when I'm looking at it down, it's a month to month. I'm attracting new members in the month and then I, you know, I send out the boxes and then again, I'm attracting new members. But because I'm trying to really scale right now, so, you know, I'm at 750, I'm trying to sprint to 1,000. So I'm really into the attracting mode at the moment. So, you know, we've upped our marketing budget this year to try and attract more people. And then once we reach the 1,000, we can pull back just a little bit because we want to stay at 1,000 just to make sure we have the right processes in place. Do we need to get a bigger warehouse? But yeah, right now, because I'm in scale mode, I'm just trying to attract, attract, get my brand out there. Like um, we've introduced a better referral program now. So I am looking at the top of the funnel, but you know, I always want to make sure that my members are still getting looked after at the, like after the purchase, because I'm a membership. So you actually thrive by making sure you offer a good product, the outcome that you're promising when you were attracting those people. And so I'm always still at the bottom of the funnel still making sure my members are having a great time. They're loving the box. But yes, I'd say right now, full throttle, we are 
just trying to get our brand name out there and sprinting to that 1,000 member mark. And can I just say congratulations because honestly, that is huge. It's insane. (laughs) Oh, it's insane. You have done such an amazing job. But the thing that I like most about following you and following your journey is that you're just so authentic. It comes through in everything that you do. And I, when I said in the introduction that I've been following you from the start, I can remember when you started and you were posting videos about um, your little stack of subscription boxes and you had like nine and you put poster stickers on the wall with people's names um, to show who had become your founding members. So I have literally been watching you since you, since you had a handful of members and to think that you've grown that to 750 is just amazing and especially during COVID times and you're in (laughs) Melbourne you guys have been in lockdown for like a year oh you know what it was actually stressful the first like few months because we did um drop-offs ourselves so we didn't use OzPost in Melbourne because you know somebody next door to me was waiting for their box for like three weeks so we're just you know what We'll deliver them ourselves. And we literally, in the beginning, would drive to the person's house and I would literally grab the box, like run up to the front door, knock, and then like <laughs> run away and go back in the car. <laughs> it's so funny looking back at those. But, you know, even when I had nine members, I still want to give a shout out to those members. Yeah. And, like, you know, some people might be a little bit like, oh, I don't want to just tell people I only got one sale today. But I'm like, yes, you can. That's amazing. Like give that person a, you know, a shout out on Instagram. Like even when I was at nine, I loved that. That was like amazing. And I still pinch myself that I'm at 750, but no matter how small or how big, I feel like each member is special, at least to me. (laughs) Oh, I know. Absolutely. That's so funny that you remembered that from right at the beginning. Yes. When I did the sticky notes. notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I've watched, I've been watching for ages. I know exactly what you're saying because, you know, say even with a course like mine, for example, if I book like five people into my first course, you, you could put yourself in a position where you're thinking, um, from a space of lack, like, oh, I, I want 10. Mm. What Five people who trust you enough to help them with their business and then next time you get 10 or, yep. you know, like you need to enjoy the journey because there will come a time when you look back on that and you're proud of yourself and the journey that you've been on. And, you know, you, you're going to get there. If you keep working at it, you will definitely get there. But you just need to enjoy the process. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we kind of get stuck in that where we're looking at other people and we're like, oh, my goodness, they had so many people join their course on their their launch and, you know, I'm not there. You know, everybody's on a different journey and I'm sure like at the start like people look at me who want to start their own sub box and go I need to get to um, 100 members in my first month and I'm just going to be like whoa 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 I literally had like 10 people in my first month when I launched my my sub box you don't have to be at 100 straight away it takes time and you'll learn and you'll experience things you'll make mistakes but you know what you you laugh back at your mistakes and you go oh that was funny that I did that and you realize you overreacted and it's so good I love doing that I love looking at like things I overreacted with I remember I um instead of a5 flyers I accidentally purchased small a6 
flyers. And at the time, I thought it was the end of the world. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to hate this. They're not even going to read the writing. And Luke will just be like, seriously, they're not even going to notice. Literally, nobody said anything. So (laughs) it's so funny looking back. So I'm going on a tangent there, but I thought that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I completely get it because you do. You have moments where you're like, and this, again, is going off a t- on a tangent. Yeah. So me with um, the injury that I have sustained, for a long, long time, I used to cover my face in photos or not show my face or I would always do my videos outside with my glasses on. And it wasn't even necessarily an on-purpose thing. It was like a muscle memory. It was mm. like I'm outside playing with the kids. Now's a great time to jump onto my social media, but it just conveniently happened to be when I was outside with my glasses on. And then I had a problem with my social media where my social media account, I'd built it up to like 7,000 people and my account got hacked and I lost my whole account. (gasps) So it took me about three weeks before I, you know, I had said to my husband, no, that's it. I'll just, I'll shut the business down. And he said, don't do that. Like, don't, you love it. It's great. You've built such a great thing, you know, keep going. So it probably took me about three weeks before I decided that I was going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I decided that's it. I'm taking off my glasses and I'm just going to address this problem. And I hopped on and I did a video and I explained my injury and what had happened to my eye. And then I just turned my phone off and I said to Brian, that's it. If anybody says anything nasty, I'll just delete my account and shut the business down. And I didn't go near my phone for 24 hours. And when I did, I just had the complete opposite of what I thought was going to happen. I had the most beautiful messages from people. So I just had this complete overreaction of what I'd made up in my head. No one will buy from me because I have had an eye injury. (laughs) No one will shop at my store. How ridiculous. (laughs) I know it's so funny looking back like looking back at how we used to think but honestly if my Instagram got hacked I would probably also be like you be like oh my goodness like what do I do now but you know what yeah you just start again start again start again and just get going Just on another note for the listeners, one of the absolute best things that you can be doing for yourself, aside from go back and listen to episode one, where we talked about my business being hacked and some tips and tricks that you can use to make sure that your account is safe. But the second most important thing you can do is focus on building your email list. Because if anything ever happens to your account, you are still able to contact people who have invested in your business enough to give you some of their details. That is so right. And that's one thing I also teach in my Subbox course is I don't want you to focus on the followers really. I want you to focus on building that email list because that's where you're going to get your diehard fans who are really, really interested because if they give you their email, that's a lot more than just giving a follow on Instagram, right? Like there's more intent there. They're giving you their email. That's something precious. And if they can give you their phone number, like I've only recently got into um, texting uh, marketing, that's even better as well. So yeah, absolutely. 100% agree with you. Absolutely. Such good advice. So Luke, we've touched on Luke a few times. (laughs) 
How did you rope Luke into Aussie Biz Chicks or was he there from the start? He was always there from the start. And you know how I was saying we tried to do the home improvement, the coconut bowls. It's kind of always (laughs) been... Like, oh, I've got this like idea and I talk to him about, oh, is it okay if it's for, you know, female entrepreneurs? It's more of kind of the female space. And he was literally so supportive and was 100% yes, let's do it. And he looks after all the finances, the accounting. So, he was an accountant in his previous role. And so I was very lucky. We really complement each other well. He does the finance side of things. I do the marketing side of things. And so it was just a match made in heaven. And you know what? Sometimes he'll, he'll talk about members and he knows their name. Like if somebody posts in the Facebook group, they're like, oh, um, you know, Haley, Haley said this, like, make sure you um, reply back. She's the one that just subscribed like four days ago, or she just emailed like four days ago. So he has a crazy memory with names. And trust me, Luke knows who you are. <laughs> Luke knows who you are. <laughs> like, trust me. So he loves it that he's kind of like a lurker in the background because he doesn't want to come out too much because he's really <laughs> shy. He's really shy. So he yeah. hates being on camera and everything like that. But he's definitely come out of his shell and that just shows how much like the entrepreneur space, the female entrepreneur space can get people out of their shell because he loves seeing all the comments and he always goes like, seriously, a reel that's gone viral is always the reels with Luke in it. So he gets like a big head and he's like, oh, we need to do another reel like to go viral. I need to be in it to make it go viral. I'm like, okay, settle down, (laughs) settle down. So, yeah, he loves doing that. He needs some good ideas too. (laughs) Yeah, this is like me with Brian on the podcast is um, our our dynamic between the two of us is quite funny because I'm – he's just a larrikin and I'm – a little bit more uh, cautious or conservative. So that's why I brought him into the podcast. But now people tell him that he's funny or (laughs) they really enjoyed something that he said or they could feel how awkward I was feeling about what he said and he just his head just goes like this. He thinks he's (laughs) the talent of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, God. And Michelle, are you guys both in the business full-time now? We are. Luke just quit his corporate role about four months now. You know, I need to check with him actually. It goes, it just goes by so quick. Um, but yeah, he works full-time now and that's been a major help with him having that extra time because he's looking after a lot of the operations. Yep. Like right now he's in the warehouse making sure the team's all packing the boxes and everything like that while I'm here at home doing all the content. I'm like doing my emails today. So it's really good that I don't have to sometimes be somewhere. We like share the load. And so that's been a massive help. And he's just been absolutely amazing. Like he deals with a lot of the suppliers. So now I want to do like more exclusive products in the box and we needed more time to do kind of designs and getting samples. And now that he has that time to help out, it's been Amazing. So yeah, we both work full time. Yeah, living living the dream right now. I'm I'm annoying though. I feel like he sometimes needs to get away from me because I'll just be like, oh hey, remember this? If he's right next to me here in the <laughs> office. <laughs> so he's probably happy that he's in the warehouse today. He went and got his brought his laptop over there. So I'm not annoying him as much today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you guys are just doing 
such a great job. I'm just so impressed with what you've done. And to be able to move both of you into the business full time is just, you're right, you're living the dream. Yeah, like, and also it's not about the money. It's just about we can spend more time together now. We have more free time. Like if I want to, if we want to do a hike, you know, one day on like tomorrow, we'll just go on a hike. Let's go do it. You know, so I just love that we're still yeah. able to do things together. Oh my god, I sound like a Charlotte from Sex in the City right now. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love working with him. Yeah, oh that's beautiful. But I think I think that one thing that I say and feel and want to achieve as a goal is that money is great. You can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have any time mm. to uh, spend it how you want to spend it or to buy the buy and enjoy or go on a holiday, then what's the point? Exactly. If you've got all the time in the world and you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, but you've got no money, then your kids are going to be really hungry. So to <laughs> <Yes>. me, <laughs> you've got to have money and time And that's what gives you freedom. Mm. So one without the other doesn't work. But you've got to curate a life where you have both. So then you have the freedom to spend your time and your money in a way that makes you really happy. Mm. And I want that for my family. Like that, that's the goal for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a journey to get there, but it's like all the hard effort and everything you've gone through to get to that point is all worth it in the end. So just make sure, you know, people listening that if that's your end goal, it's absolutely achievable. You just got to keep going and learning, doing the courses, right? Learning from others who have gotten to that point to get to that point yourself. Yeah, so true. And if you had have given up when you had nine people on your sticky tabs, then, you know, know, so there's just don't give up, just keep going. Mm Now, Michelle, you recently launched a course um, teaching other people how they can set up a subscription box. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. You know, I had this idea for so long, like last year, mid last year, because I was getting a lot of people asking me questions. My one-on-one Q&A was getting like booked out and I was just like, yeah, I keep getting asked the same questions and I thought I could put this into a course. And it was actually really hard for me to get into it because I'm still running Aussie Biz Chick. That's number one. And then trying to make a course on the side. So that's another thing. Having Luke go full time, I've actually been able to sit down and really, really work on the course. And essentially it teaches you how to set up and launch your subscription box, your very own subscription box. So from products going out to finding suppliers, you know, uh, using the right technology, your offer, your plans, how your website should be, and then how you launch your sub box, which is like we were talking about, talking about before is finding your founding members, your founding members being your first ever members who you have to think like your first ever members are people who like don't look at any reviews. They're just looking at you and showing this box. You haven't even sent out this box before and they're banking on you. They're believing in you. And that's why I love my founding members. And so it teaches you how to find those people through your marketing and launching your very own subscription box in Australia. Yeah. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. I've seen a couple, you've been sharing people who've actually 
you've only had the course running like did you go live like four weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, I think I went. I went live on the on Feb first, and I, initially I was going to keep it open, but I had to close it because I just didn't know how. Because we've got a private Facebook group where I'll answer questions and stuff, and I was like, I didn't realize this course was going to be that popular, so I actually had to close it to make sure I can facilitate and make sure I give good attention to the girls who are launching right now so yeah i opened it on the first of feb i had to close it and they are doing amazing especially the ones who which are really interesting they've got an e-commerce store already and they're adding in a subscription box uh component to their their business and so those ladies already had established audiences and they've been able to launch their sub box see the ones that haven't got an audience yet, I say in the course, you need three months if you're starting from zero to make sure you build that audience, build that email list to ensure you can launch to people. Because I think the biggest thing I see is, and I'm sure you see it too, but you know, people launch and there's no audience. They've launched to nobody. So, you know, you know, in the course I say, if you don't have an established audience, make sure you're working to building that audience, building that email list to make sure you can launch your sub box into the world. But I am so proud of everyone, like people even going, oh, I've been able to get in touch with the supplier and they were able to give me 50% off whole, like for the wholesale with like the negotiation templates. You know, I've been able to, uh, I've been able to show my face with my, su- like yeah. showing me mocking up my sub box now. And so every little win, no matter how big, no matter how small, has been amazing and I'm so proud of everyone, especially these are my first members of the course, like my first student enrollers. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is so amazing and they're giving me so much praise for how good the course is because this was the, like the first ever course I've really built, like really yeah. sat down, built this all out. So I was a bit nervous, like, oh, I don't know how people are going to feel about it. How popular is this going to be? But yeah, like, I, I there's a lot of people that want to start a sub box, which is amazing. Oh, it's so good because I think I saw there was one a lady had a homeware business that she's already launched. Because what I'm thinking in my head is like, here we are. Uh, what is it? Like the 9th of March. So they've really only had five weeks, and there was another lady who had the season-inspired candles. Yes. Like for them to pull that together in just a few weeks is amazing. Absolutely. And I really find it interesting to see the different type of sub box ideas, like the home Mm. decor box. She also does it kind of quarterly as well. So, you know, it's like winter decor or fall decor. And then, yeah, the season candles because people want to make their house smell like the season. You know, there's another one which I found really, really cool was the period subscription box. She's signing a period subscription box. So you get like chocolates and obviously is this, this might be too TMI, but you know, you get like, your sanitary things every month because, you know, I forget to get those things. I'm like, oh my goodness, these are some really cool sub box ones. You know, there was another, there's one I caught up with. She's like a Christian, Christian sub box. So like a religious sub box. There's so many different ideas, but it just shows how many different niches there are in the world. And there's that community that you can, you know, start a sub box in and help them out and give them something that's for them every month or every quarter, however you want your sub box to be. Absolutely. And just because someone else has something similar, like I don't think it means that you can't do it as either because you'll have a different audience 
And you're an individual. So your take on something might be completely different to another person. So just because one person has done a home decor box doesn't mean that you can't then put your take on it. So even there's like a niche within a niche. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, there is so many people in the world. There's so many people and there's enough people to to go around and those person is going to choose the best thing for them at the time or, you know, who relates to them more. And so absolutely, it's like if somebody's already done it, you can put your own spin on it and you can find those people, yeah, within the niche. It's crazy how there's a niche within a niche, but there's that's because there's so many people in the world. Absolutely. So what is next for Aussie Biz Chicks? Ooh, what's next? You know what? Definitely for me, I'm thinking I want to do in-person events. I want to get people together. I want to get the members together. I feel like it was really hard during COVID times, but Mm -hmm. now we're kind of coming out of it. We don't have to wear masks anymore, which is good. Yeah. Ollie's here. Lovely. And so I definitely, and I, I do get people messaging me going, oh, we, you know, when are all our members going to actually catch up? Because I see a lot of people yeah. on our masterclasses and on our, and I see the same people, you know, you, you know faces and I would love to meet people like members in a fun setting. We can take selfies together. Like, yeah, so I definitely think in terms of kind of the membership, I want to grow it to a point where we can start really networking, leveraging each other, you know, coming together as a community. And also for me, yeah, just trying to get to a thousand members and then we're doing more exclusive products in the box now. So there's so many things going on and I'm so excited and, yeah, I'm still doing the course on the other end of it. So, yeah, those are my two main kind of things happening and where I'm seeing the membership head on to in the future, definitely those in-person events and building that community up. I can imagine that they would be you, an event that you launched would be so fun. So I'm going to keep my eye out for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a question that I ask all of my guests is what is your best small business hack? And I don't, I don't mean to prompt you, but one thing that I notice about you is that I notice that you photograph and video everything. <laughs> Yes. And uh, you know what? Thank you. You actually gave me, that's a good, yeah, absolutely. Photograph, video, everything. Because trust me, if you, you know, one day you're stuck for content, you just look back through your camera and go, oh yeah, I filmed this that one day and I can put that together with another video and make a little day in my life. Or you want to look back and, you know, for me, I've got that picture of me at the front door with my 10 boxes. I love that photo. I love looking back at that photo. And I think because we have our phones and it's so accessible now, like why, why not? Why not do that? But, you know, it's, it's actually hard to get in that mindset sometimes to be like, oh, I need to film this, but also make sure that you're still enjoying the real-time moments. Like, you know, make sure you do put your phones down sometimes so you can actually experience it. But, yeah, absolutely, like, and you don't have to have makeup. You don't have to look amazing. Like, I'm not even wearing makeup right now and I'm still going on stories, right? You don't have to feel like you have to look a certain way to be on photo or to be on camera. These days, people love the genuine 
people. I feel like, you know, when we first got onto the Instagram, right? Remember it was all these crazy models, these like beauty influencers. And I remember looking like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm terrible at makeup. I don't know how to do a winged liner, but absolutely (laughs) not. Like jump on, be yourself, like and just be confident in yourself and you'll find your your people who feel the same way and appreciate you because you can only really grow your business if you're going to do it yourself. You have to be unique to you. You can't be anybody else. Absolutely. And it makes it so much easier. If you set yourself up with all of those boundaries of I need to look a certain way or yep. I need to dress a certain way or I need to be outside with my sunglasses on, then you restrict your time that you can actually just jump on and say what you need to say. 90% of the time I'm outside with my kids in my exercise clothes and I think I sell beautiful linen dresses and no (laughs) one ever sees them. (laughs) I feel like they're like, even now, I was like, oh, my goodness, I've got a pimple right now, right on my forehead. I've got a pimple. But you know what? Who cares? I'm still getting I'm still getting online. Probably nobody's going to notice it. A lot of the time it's all in your head. I can't notice it. (laughs) Oh, that's good. (laughs) All right. Well, let's give Aussie Biz Chicks a plug. Tell the listeners where they can find you and how they can get in touch. Yeah. So you can just find me on Instagram at Aussie Biz Chick or you can go to www.aussiebizchick.com.au for our website. But most of the stuff I post and most active is on Instagram. Say hello. I'd love to get to know you. That's where to find me, Aussie Biz Chick. No K, it's Aussie Biz C-H-I-C Chick. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a fun chat and there's been so many great tips and tricks for the listeners and I just love having you on the show today. So thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. That was fun. Today's wrap-up snap quiz. All righty, so... We're talking about your business model, right? Well, it's not just mine. It's free, you know, that's- It's the talking about business model. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So, cool. Now, the first question is, what do you think you're best at? Attract, convert, or deliver? Oh, I think I'm- I think I work best in the convert and deliver spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say attract- it's not that I can't attract the customer. It's that, you know, the whole jumping in front of the camera, hopping on social media, mm-hmm. um, the marketing aspect would probably be the thing that I'm not. It's the thing that you're wary of a little bit. Yeah, I'm wary of it. But I'm also a very systematic person and, you know, the processes and the procedures and the building of the business. The building of the business happens in the convert and deliver space. I mean, yeah. it, it does happen in the marketing space as well, but- Anyway, off track, to cool. answer your question, I think I'm best at converting and delivering. Convert and delivering. Right, so, you went for two there. Yeah, I could. All right, well, anyway, that's all right. I suppose if you got two things out of a triangle, you nearly got the four happening. <laughs> but do you think people could use this in relationship advice? Attract. You attract someone with your mm-hmm. first impressions. Then- you convert that into a long-term relationship. Yeah. And then you deliver by bending down on the knee and giving a ring. <laughs> Is that correct? Oh, sometimes uh. I do not know why I invited you to be on this podcast. I know, but then <laughs> then you remember that everyone's laughing. 
<laughs> all right. So, also, do you think it's this this model would work well in a team? So, if somebody like myself is attractive, <laughs> and then you have the spreadsheet down pat, so you like to convert, mm-hmm. and then we've got Australia Post that delivers, so we're good. Yeah. No, I uh, I originally thought. Where the heck is he going with this? But I think you're right. That is that is how you go on to build a team. Yeah. So when you when you get your business to a point where um, you need to expand, you definitely can use that model to look at what are the areas in my business that are growing, or what are the areas in my business that I need help with. Mm-hmm. And exactly right. Attract is a marketing team or social media help or, you know, things in that space are for attracting a customer to your business. Conversion might be a storefront or um, some more pop-up shops or some sales assistants in the team or a new display or a new product. And Um, then- Is it analyzing as well? Analyzing- What's needed, where it's yeah, going. Yeah, absolutely. And your accounting team, finance, all of that sort of jazz sit mm-hmm. in that space as well. And then delivery is obviously warehouse management, uh, product management, packing, shipping. So, quality. yeah, whilst you started out being a rat bag, uh, you definitely are on to exactly what that model is about. I swear. Yeah, no, maybe. I'm glad that you're finally understanding that I do- understand what's going on you do listen and uh yes let's make sure that everybody uh jumps on board and follows crab oz brian's side of the business and keeps their ear to the ground for his members only offer and make sure you follow us on social media uh we've actually changed our social media we renamed it the ecom hub so T-H-E underscore E-C-O-M-M underscore H-U-B because that's exactly what we are doing here. We are a hub for e-commerce businesses sharing loads of tips and tricks and connecting uh, amazing like-minded businesses. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. We hope you got something out of it and we hope you enjoyed our chat with Michelle and we will see you next week. Over and out. Thanks for listening to All Things Small Biz. You can get more tips and find out about all the latest stuff we've got going on at the All Things Small Biz Instagram page. We'd love you to follow us. Or you can jump onto the website, www.allthingssmallbizpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening.